When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sit in friends in the morning. 77 WABC. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sydney. I love you so much. Good morning yesterday. You wake up and time has slipped away And suddenly it's hard to find The memories you left behind Remember, do you remember The laughter and the tears The shadows of misty Times and the bad you've seen, and all the others in between. Remember, you remember the times of your life. That's my dad. The last time he sang me happy birthday three years ago today, before we lost him in July of 2020. And I play that every year, and I will play that every year until I'm no longer here on the radio. But the uh, my dad's uh, better half, some say, my mom, who has become a cult hero, a star on this radio show. It's really her birthday today. And uh, 56 years ago today, I was my mother's birthday present. We do share a birthday today. So it's only fitting that uh, she comes on today, even though every time she comes on, people love it. So here she is celebrating her birthday today, my mom, Naomi Rosenberg. Happy birthday, Mom. Good morning, Sydney. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday on to this you. Day, on this day, Sydney Ferris, on this day, I received a 6.4 huge diamond. <laughs> that was Daddy's gift to me, and it was the birth of you, Sidney Ferris. That was my big diamond for this day forever. There is nothing that will ever, ever be as important as you, my diamond, my son. Thank you. I didn't realize I was was actually kind of small, Mom, though. 6.4, not very big. No, you were a little guy. You were 19 inches long. You weren't short. You were tall. You were not. And then you were born, and then you learn, then you got to be a chunk of lunk. As you grew up to be a little baby after an infant, you got to be a chunky kid. Yeah, it's, it's similar to what's going on with your grandson, my son Gabriel, where me and Gabriel were both kind of chubby kids. And then yeah. for a variety of reasons, including my asthma, I was very, very, very thin. Gabe is even skinnier than I was. So yeah, uh, yeah. me and Gabe are very similar in that respect, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. He's, got, he's got daddy's height. 
Yeah. But he's, he's skinny like you were. Yeah. 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 So. I know that, Daddy, you know, you had two girls before me, obviously. I've already heard from Alana this morning, my oldest sister, your daughter, and Ray Sherry, uh, who I will hear from, I'm sure, shortly. So I know that uh, Daddy and you wanted a son. Daddy especially was such a big sports fan and such a uh, such a guy's guy. So uh, I don't want to place any more importance on my birth than my sister's. They already think I'm the favorite, which is ridiculous. But uh, Daddy really wanted a son. Well, so you were a favorite because you were my only son. So you <laughs> were my favorite son. Oh, okay. There you go. I'm your favorite son. Uh, I know that was a big deal for Daddy, too, to uh, to have a little boy. Oh, my God. You know, Sydney, for more reasons than one. First of all, uh, you were the only one to carry on the Rosenberg name because his his cousin, Norm, which he regarded as a brother, they legally changed their name. So they were no more Rosenberg. So the only one to carry on the Rosenberg name for your grandfather, Maya, was uh, was you. And it was very important to Daddy. You know, he was very, like, he was into that whole thing. So it was just more than just having you as a sports person, but also to carry on his name. And you are the only, well, now we got Gabriel, so we got another Rosenberg, thank God. I remember, actually, when when Daddy felt very, very sick, and I mean years before he actually passed away, Mom, and uh, we drove, if you remember, up from Florida, from North Carolina. Danielle actually did the driving because I was way too upset. And uh, we got to the hospital, and Daddy was in a coma, and, and he, you know, he came out of it. I don't know how he did, but he did uh, days later. And the first thing he said was, uh, he looked at Gabriel, and he said, and Gabriel was a little boy, he was a baby at the time. And he said, I had to come back and see you because you're the last Rosenberg. That was important. That's right. Him. Yeah. That was important to uh, to Daddy. You know, and uh, Curtis brought up the point, uh, the part in the book before where, you know, Daddy kept running that same football play over and over again. I'd be like, Mom, he's going to kill you, and you don't want me to play football as it was. Yeah, and I scored a touchdown on that play, but um, you you really didn't want me to play football, did you? You were were kind of. Oh, my God. We were fighting all the time, not about (laughs) anything but that, because it was the worst blizzards, the worst bit of cold, the worst snow and ice, and he had you out there. On that field, no matter what I said, no matter what I said, you were going to play football against everything because I was always afraid because of your asthma. Right. So I was always so afraid. See, people, I, I tell people about the asthma stuff, Ma, and they don't understand because today, of course, I'm muscular and strapping and gorgeous. But uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I was a very sick little boy for a long time, and, and you could actually uh, give all the details, but I was so sick that medication didn't even work. I mean, you had me on Theodore every day, but I would have these asthma attacks as a little, little boy, and they were so bad that the only way to treat it was to take me directly to the emergency room, hook me up with an IV, and give me adrenaline just to uh, to get it going because I just couldn't breathe. I mean, I remember taking tests one time. They put me in, in like, this little room, Mom. They cut off the air to see how long it would take it for me to turn room. blue. It was, it, it was a, a lucite. Looked like a little closet. It was it was like where they used to do like a a thing for people. And anyhow, you're in this loose site, long looked like a little closet, and there were all kinds of uh, pipes coming out of it that you were hooked up to, and they wanted to see how long it would take after you couldn't breathe 
for brain damage, and they told that. Well, what happened? What happened if they if they messed up and actually had brain? I mean, maybe they do have brain damage no, now. No, 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 no. <laughs> they were talking really. You were at. You would be yeah. out of it. You would be brain dead and brain damage. And how, it, how, anyway, old, how old was I when I went through these tests? Well, you started. I we started with you in Manhattan when you were three. Three. Because you couldn't even hold food, and you would be like. You would be regurgitating all the right. time on the way to school to, yeah. to the yeshiva. No, I know. I missed, I missed a lot of school time back then. I think if I'm right, Mom, I had my first asthma attack at five weeks old. Is that right? Yes, you were five weeks old. You turned blue and you, you weren't breathing at all. We got you back, but you were, you were in terrible shape. And from that day on until you were a big boy, you were like until you started with your nonsense. I think that cured you. You're nonsense. You mean the drugs and the drinking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, you know, you know, you call it nonsense. The doctor said uh, this kid should never smoke a cigarette, never do drugs, never drink. And no, I decided, and I just, well, I decided, mom, to do all of it. And I think you're right. I think I actually cured myself. <laughs> I think you did too. You burnt it out. <laughs> no, but on a serious note, that was a difficult time too because when Danielle and I first got married, this was. This was the worst day of my life. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, Danielle was graduating Brooklyn College, and Nana was there. God rest her soul and Daddy. And uh, in fact, Hillary Clinton was the uh, the speaker that day. It was it was 1995. We'd been married for three years, and I had to leave Danielle that day at Brooklyn College because you and Daddy picked me up to drive me to a horrible place, mind you, Warnersville, Pennsylvania, by Reading, for my first of two rehab stints. And it was tough. And I remember you and Daddy coming up there, and they had these like on the weekends. They had the Mom and dad family time and, you know, the three of us going on and on about different stories. And it was a difficult time. I mean, I, you know, thank God uh, I've got a beautiful wife and a beautiful family. And you were you were really the, the backbone then because daddy really couldn't handle a lot of that stuff. You were the one Sydney, who got I me at the college. missed one time, no matter where you were. Yeah. I never missed one time. And no matter where we spoke about this. I went to every church, every, every, you name it. I never missed one time. Daddy couldn't handle it. Yeah. You're right. Daddy yeah. could not handle it. And one of the reasons why I really graduated college, which I eventually did the same year I got married, uh, I didn't love the college uh, experience so much. That's why it took me uh, four, uh, four schools in eight years. I just couldn't get through it because I was too busy, as you would say, with the nonsense. But you were the one who got me into Kingsboro Community College, that um, restart program after Miami and Brooklyn College, and that enabled me to finally get to Baruch and graduate college. You did that work, too. That was a big deal. And even getting you into, uh, you know, college, because you blamed Norman June. You blamed Duna. <laughs> he was the reason why you got in trouble. It was his fault. It was never his fault. You made up such a story that, that Daddy and I were getting divorced. I don't I remember don't that. Remember that? I don't remember that. No, no. Oh my God! You wrote a letter. We would get, it, and that's why you. That's why you didn't go to school, and that's why you. <laughs> you I mean, you made up things that. Yeah. I mean, you were a genius to make these things. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, and uh, with all those things, oh, mom, and and uh, and all those difficult times. One of the things I always tell people is, is at least when Daddy died three years ago. He had a chance, see me get back to New York, see me succeed. Bernie and I were starting to do well at the time. And there was a long period, for me, a long period is a couple of years, 
there was a long period of basically no, as you would say, nonsense. So uh, for what it's worth on this, as we share this birthday together today, me, uh, you and me, Mom, uh, the fact that when Daddy died, he saw me good, that always meant a lot to me. At least at least we have – it's a very hard day for both of us, for all of us. But you know what, Sydney? At least one hopes that we don't know. Nobody ever came back to tell us, so we don't really know what happens once we – upon our demise. But with that said, at least he had the peace before he left our world that he saw you in this position, that you were all together, you were successful, Danielle and the children were happy with you and safe. At least he was afforded that, which not everybody is all the time. So we have to be thankful for that. We'll always be thankful for that. And as difficult as this day is for me, it's still, look, I still have Danielle and I've got the kids and I've got a ton of friends and everybody, but you are without daddy. Uh, this is now your third birthday without him. Um, yeah. I hope that you're going to be with Ray Sherry or Albert or somebody. Today. I'm not, not. You know what? Ray Sherry and Albert are back in Brooklyn. So are you are you here. alone in Florida right now, all alone? And Alana is here. Oh, Alana. And okay. Elizabeth is here. But right. um, they want to take me to dinner, but I can't go. I can't. I can't do it. Oh, I you should can't. do it, Mom. It's your birthday. I can't. I can't. Do Mom, it. don't forget you had you had birthdays before you met Daddy too. Don't forget, just just a reminder. You didn't. You no, know. but it's no, but he was my life, Sydney. You yeah. know that he yeah. was the reason for me living. He was my life. He yeah. was everything. He really was everything. So why don't you go for dinner with Lizzie and Alana and talk about Daddy? I mean, no, I can't. I, don't I, want to, I can't no. have you sitting I mean, home on your birthday and watching I, Sean Hannity, Mom. My God, enough of Sean Hannity. Jeez. I have to. I have to have this time. To reflect and yeah. just think about Daddy, I have his picture here with me. I'm leaving here um, the day of the. I'm flying home with Elizabeth and Michael Good. on the thirtieth. Another Good. week and a half. It's like murder, Sydney. I want to be home. I want to go home. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I have to still wait like another week and change, and that's right. killing me. I want to be out of here already. No, I you're sure. Go home. I mean, the weather's getting nice here in New York. You got the house upstate. The summer's coming yeah, up. I want to go home. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, we want we, we want to go home too. We've been living in hotels and apartments oh, for months. Yeah, yeah. But the good oh. news is the house is. Uh, I think it's it's a pretty good shot that we'll be home on the beach Memorial Day weekend. And I know you're upstate, and you know your daughters are up there, all three of them, and your friends and and your nieces and all that stuff. I don't we, have friends up there, Sydney. Oh, good, because they're all, the they're, they're, they're horrible people. Tour. <laughs> I do not. I really don't bother with anybody up there. Good. The horrible people. I have people. candy down the street, and I have Meryl. Well, well they're and your the nieces. Only... They're related to you, so that's different. But I would hope you'll find at least one weekend. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure we get you back and forth to come spend a weekend on the beach with me, Danielle, and the kids. I hope. No, I do want to do that. Okay, I good. absolutely do, because I don't bother with anyone. The only one I have any interaction with are the Spivaks right next door. Yeah. Other than them, Sydney Ferris, I do not bother with anybody up there. Yeah. I'm not on their page. I'm not, I'm not, um, I don't appreciate their ideology. So I don't really bother. Well, Ma, what you got to do, like if you put a sign on your front lawn right in front of your Donald Trump poster that says racism doesn't well, live I'm gonna here. I'm going to get a bigger one now. <laughs> I can't wait to go home to really, I'm going to splash my whole house with Donald Trump. I can't wait, Sydney. You, I absolutely cannot Do you wait. know that last summer, we'll wrap this up with this, Danielle and I were leaving. 
you know, we come to visit you every year. We may even come July 4th this year. We're trying to figure that out, but we may come this year. So we're leaving, and uh, at my She's book signing. Come because they're going to have some, some, I mean, you have to come see Sydney's house. Your home is to die for. Okay. And now, now they're redoing Oh, you mean it. Lizzie's you house. You mean Lizzie's house. Right. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So uh, so we go to Benny and uh, Jake's for the book signing, and some, some listener shows up and gives you this life-size, even bigger than life-size, covered the whole front of the house poster of Donald Trump. I had it up there. Right, you hang it up. So Danielle and I are leaving, heading our way back uh, to New York, and we see, like, there's a couple, I think they were, like, Orthodox, they were, like, Jews, and they actually gave the middle finger to the sign in the front of your house. And I was going to tell you, but my fear was... You're going to run outside and beat them up, even at 87 years old. <laughs> yeah, but I, I didn't even see that. I didn't see that, but I kept it up to the bitter end. Then we had a bad storm, and it got torn to pieces, so yeah. I, I couldn't leave it up anymore. But my sign is still there, and now I'm going to get a bigger one. Beautiful. This, this is not big enough. Donald I'm Trump. In, Donald I'm, Trump I'm, 2024. I'm sweating it out. Sydney, I'm sweating it out, and I hope that my other boy, my other boy, Tat, that that he gets him off, that he really gets him to where he gets in again, that he's in the White House, yeah. that we get out of this creature, get him out of there, and get Trump back in there. We need him desperately. It's going to happen. That's your birthday present, Mom. So, listen, I love no, you. You are uh, my birthday present. Well, thank you. That's my thank birthday you. present. That's, I don't want more than that. That's thank enough you. for me. No. But I want Donald, our President Donald, to get in there. It, we got to do something. We got to get out there somehow to get him in there and get rid of the creature. Get rid of this creature out of the White House who's killing our. I mean, I got a list of things you can, you can't make it up, Sydney. I know, I know. I mean, but we're out of time here. Yeah, sorry. The amount of people that are like you have to go. Need to do this deal, but we have to go. I have, it's commercials and stuff. We got to pay for the show, Ma. Okay. Go ahead. I love you. Happy, what? happy birthday. Love and kisses to Danielle and Gabriel. And when you speak to my Ava, my gorgeous child, my gorgeous Ava, and we'll talk again. Happy birthday Stay. to you. I love you so much. This is a great conversation. I'll bring you back next week. We can talk about Trump and, and all that stuff, which is important. Okay. But uh, today was a wonderful conversation, and you're the best mom, and I love you. And try to find time today, even though I know you're sad about Daddy, so am I. Try to find some time today to reflect on the great memories you had with Daddy. What a great I mom will. you've been to uh, to all four of your children. 
and how much we all love you, Mom. So happy birthday, Thank my you, kid. my son. Thank you. All God right. watch you. All Be right, safe. Mom. Take care. Bye-bye. Love you. That's why you may collect the dreams you dream today. Remember, will you remember the times of your life?